Amen. You may be seated. You may be seated. You know, with um, you know, with all the with all the noise today in our, in our you know, and I'm going to say this even around culture with with all the noise today uh, around culture and 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 you know it, it's. It, you know the what we what how we define marriage and you know how we how we look at um how we look at relationships and um you know i i'll say this because even for a generation a younger generation it can be it can be difficult for for a society to to, to recognize what's real what's truth what's what's really from god what's what's not from god and and because you know this generation our generation the, the people that are on planet earth we've never lived in such a time where information is just the you know information and data you know reproduces so quickly i don't i don't have the numbers on that i didn't research that i just i just know that out of daniel that uh, a prophecy that was spoken that in the that you know that in the last days there would be an increase, and that just kind of come to my mind. There would be an increase in information and technology. It's a, it's a word that was spoken out of out of out of out of the book of Daniel, and you can pretty much see that within the last goodness hundred years, what's taken place across our our world with, with uh, computers and 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 you know you know you got a device here that you you can. You know, you can do anything. I mean, you know, the things that you can do. And so so I'm, I'm kind of painting a picture here today because it, I want you to understand that we can't pay attention to everything that that gets thrown at us. Because, see, that that's the thing, though, because, you know, I, I, I realize that even in, in church culture and in Christianity, there's a buffet of 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 speakers and pastors and leaders and evangelists and prophets and there's a there's a buffet and I mean and and I'll be honest with you there are, there are some amazing amazing churches we're a part of amazing church Kings is a is an amazing church I, I, I you know I, I, I love our church I love being a part of Kings but but even in that sense and, and even in your faith walk there's just so much right there's so much that you can you can listen to I, I listen to podcasts I, I, I enjoy that I I listen to speakers that that uh, you know, build my faith. I listen to Doctor Morocco. I listen to him preach, and I think, man, one day maybe I'll preach like that. Hallelujah! But, uh, but I, I'm just painting a picture that I want you to understand that a lot does get thrown at us in a culture, and a lot gets thrown at our men, and a lot gets tore down with our men. And today, you know, I, I've got good news because I felt like Joshua, you know, he gives us he gives us something here that 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 we truly can as men and as the body of Christ, we we can run with, we can run with a decision and a and, and a choice to serve God. You know, I've learned that everything, you know, even even around even around Christianity, I, I realized this that. The walk of faith or the walk of being a Christian isn't always a, a comfortable walk. You know that you know you can be challenged in your faith. You can be you can be um, you can be challenged. You can be you can be 
you know, stretched. I don't know if any of you have ever been stretched, amen. You know, I, I, there's times that, you know, even Wednesday night when I preached, I, I have my own self realized it's not what, I, I'm not here on me because I don't have the strength for this, but the Holy Spirit in me does, amen. And so, so even in that, God will stretch you. He'll, 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 he'll put you in places where you're, where you're absolutely being stretched 100%, and you're like, but no, I don't want to be stretched. I just want to be comfortable. I just want to be in this place of comfortable comfortability because I like it here I like it here but I'm telling you what God's doing in a generation today is he's stretching he's stretching us because you know and I truly believe it's if we look out here and we begin to see to see, to see the issues and to see the attack on the home, on, on, on manhood and fatherhood it's, it's like something in us has to rise up and say no this isn't right this isn't right you know, and I'm going to tell you, I believe in God. You know, even before Father's Day, for the last three months, the Lord has been, I'm telling you, deal, you know, this one issue around fatherhood, the Lord is saying, you've got to do more. And I'm saying, okay, Lord, what, what is the more? And so, you know, further updates to come. But, but you know, we, we in this church, one of the things that I prayed for early on was from day one that this would be a church filled with men. That I wasn't moving back to West Virginia to, to, to see a church just filled with women. And I, and I love women, so please understand, it's important, but every woman would say here that they, that they, they want a godly leader in their home. I, you know, that's the bottom line. I, I know that. However, I, I know that as I begin to pray and God begin to put men in this house, I was thankful. So from me to you today, as, as men, I know we've got some people out today, praise God, and you know, they're, they're strong men, but from me... To, to the men of this house, I say thank you. I say thank you because, see, you've made a decision today to say, you know what, I choose. I choose. I'm making a choice to serve God. Is it always easy? No. But once you make that choice, once you cross that line, you know, it's a choice that you never have to retreat from or go back on. Amen. Amen. You know, I asked this question last night. Um, I asked this question last night. You know, what, what, Lord, what, what is a kingdom man? What does a kingdom man look like? And so I, I was, you know, I, you know, sometimes that's how I prepare a sermon. I'll, I'll ask the Lord questions, and maybe He'll send me to a, a place to listen to something. Maybe He'll, maybe He'll have me um, read something or a story, and. Uh, and, and, and again, this is kind of what, as I asked that question last night, what is a kingdom man? You know, I felt like the Lord was taking me to Joshua. I, you know, you guys know that I love the book of Joshua. And, uh, you know, and I, and I begin to think about the patriarchs and I begin to think about, I begin to think about, you know, kingdom men and, and how God has, has, has raised up men. You know, you know it, it's, it's very, it's just very fascinating. It's very fascinating. You know, one of the things that Joshua does in, in this text, it's um, he says something to the, to the crowd and to the people. He says, you have a decision or you have a choice. Because Joshua's, Joshua knows this, and, and it, even, even as a pastor, it's something that I know, that, that I, I can get into the trenches with you, I can pray for you, I can link arms with you. But at the end of the day, it ultimately is everybody's decision 
in what you choose. And Joshua says this. He says this to the crowd. He says this to the people. He says, you know, you know he says, as for me, right, as, as for me and my family, I, I choose. You, you're going to have to determine what you choose. You're going to have to determine what, what, what direction you're going in, but no, this is what I'm going to do. And I believe there's a standard that's being read, that, that's truly being, that's really being raised in, in, in our culture today, and even in a Christian culture, that, you know, men are drawing their line. As for me, as for me, because, see, you have to get this, because, see, it starts with me. It starts with me because, see, God, God's looking for men. He's looking for men that are willing to, to, to say, you know what, as for me, today, me, I'm, going to cho- I'm choosing to serve God. And my family, right, secondly, secondly, my family is coming along. So it's the, it's the place of every man. If you have a home, if you plan to be married, what, whatever it is, as for me, I'm choosing. I'm choosing. So it's, it's a very distinct thing that, and it's, a, and it's a very strong declaration. I'm going to get into that here in a second. I'm going to get into that in a second. See, guys, you know, life is filled. It's a, it's a, it's a buffet of choices. I had a good friend. I, I don't know why. He's, he's been on my heart a lot. He just, these last three or four months, Dr. Mike Thompson, Brian knows very well, and he was a guy that we work with. Great man, and he would always talk about, and he would tell kids, he's like, you know, in life you have, you have a buffet. I'm, I must be, I'm going to go to China Buffet today. That's three times I've mentioned the word buffet. So, but, you know, uh, uh, kids, that's where we're going for Father's Day today, okay? We're going to the China Buffet. I don't know. So, so but in, in life, you guys understand that, that, that you know, there's, there's a buffet of, 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 of choices. I can, I can choose to, to, to do this. I can choose to do that. I can, I can choose to... You know, you know, as a teenager, I can choose to go with the crowd. I can choose not to go with the trow- crowd. I can choose to drink, smoke, do, do whatever. I can choose to do all this, right? You know, th- there's, a, there's a boatload of choices. And then I, I, then I believe there's, there's, a, there's a boatload of choices in a bucket called character. I can choose to have integrity. I can choose to be responsible. I can choose to, I can choose to do this. It, it's like our, our lives are filled up with, with just these buckets that are out. You see that? There's these, these buckets that are out in front. I can choose this. I can choose that. And so life is filled with, with, with honestly, so many choices. But I, and I want you to catch this because, see, you have to determine in the very person and who you are that, you know, once salvation becomes real to you, can I tell you that, you know, you can get saved, you can go through uh, uh, the, the process of praying a prayer, and salvation never really become real to you. It, 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 it does, you know, you, you know, and I'm not saying you're not going to heaven. But you'll fight, and you'll fight, and you'll fight. You, you, you'll, you'll be in a place of just fighting all the time. God's not, He's only called us to fight one thing. That's the fight of faith. We're not called to fight the enemy. The enemy's defeated, amen? My enemy's defeated. So I have a revelation that the devil's defeated. So when he rises up, I know what to do. I know how to put him back in his place. You know, death and life are in the power of the tongue, Right? So I know how to put the enemy back in his place. You know, I make that declaration today, just as Joshua made. I, 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 I choose to be a winner in Christ. 
I'm not a loser. Amen. And I'm going to tell you, these are mindsets. The, you know, it's a choice. You, 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 I can choose today, uh, to, today to be a winner or to be a loser. Today I choose. Amen. I choose. And I choose to be a winner. Life is filled, you know, and, and I, so much I want to say there, but I, you guys get the picture, right? See, you know, all of our choices, you know, as a follower of Christ are within, a, are within sovereign boundaries. God, there, there's boundaries that we operate in. And you know what's great about, about being a Christian? And a lot of people, you know, they, oh, it's just, you know, it's hard. It's hard. You know, these things are hard. You know, the only reason it becomes hard is because we, we don't read the playbook. We don't read, we don't, we don't tap into the source. You know, like a football field, right? You know, there's, there's field goals. There's, there's markers, 100 yards. You, you know, you know, you know, uh, you know that if you run beyond the 100 yards, you're out of bounds, right? So we understand that there are rules in, 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 the, in the game of football, right? Can I tell you today that there are rules in Christianity? There, there are things in Christianity, and please, men, hear this. We have to stay within the boundaries. Because what happens when we stay within the boundaries? We protect not only ourselves, but we, we protect our families. You know, last night as I was praying, I, I, could, I could begin to see this picture because I believe this is what the Lord's doing. He's raising up an army. And I could see men posted posted in this church and wherever it is that we're going to be, men that were posted in Aries and saying, not here, not here, not here, devil. You're not, you're not coming in because there's a, there's a protection. And I could see that God's doing that with the church, that, that, you know, the, that there's a covering coming around the boundaries. That the enemy's not going to be, a, you know, when, when, <laughs> when the enemy comes in, you know, you know we, we just snatch him up and say no. That you, you, you know, this isn't allowed here. You know what I mean? We're not, we're not, we're not doing this. We're not dealing with deception. We're not dealing with evilness. It's not that this is not a place for people to come and repent. Please understand me. That's what the house of God is. That's what the house of God is. People come in, and you know, people need a savior. People truly need a Savior. You know, people that, that aren't saved, that don't know Jesus. It's our responsibility to, to get them into a place of relationship. So I, I even want to say that today. Because please understand. Because, see, a lot of men will, will fail. People in general will fail because I, they think they're not good enough. I'm not good enough to be in the house of God. You know, people are going to judge me. People are going to this. People are going to do that. <laughs> you know, can I say this? God is the ultimate judge. Period. We have a responsibility to teach people, to disciple people, to show them. You know, God, you know once, a, once a person gets saved, there's something inside of you. See, and see, that's why repentance is so important. There's something inside of you that will bring correction. It's called the Holy Spirit. And we teach people. That's the thing about this house. Please understand. We don't take this for granted. We teach people to hear the voice of the Holy Spirit. So, you know, when you feel like retreating, and the Holy Spirit says, no, don't retreat. You know, do, you think, do you think the enemy wants you in church? By a show of hands, does anybody feel that the enemy, enemy wants you to come to church? No. So we understand that we, 
we can, we can, we can repent. And we can get our life back, back, back into, back, back, back into following. Back into, back into relationship with Him. Amen. <clears throat> Please understand, you know, repentance is an important piece of your faith walk. It's an important piece of your faith walk. God is waiting on men to choose Him. He's waiting on men to choose Him. You know, it's an interesting text out of um, Isaiah chapter 3. And, it, you know, it's, it, it's an alarming text because Isaiah spoke this word, and that word that he spoke actually, uh, actually came, come into existence when, um, when the Israelites and, and, and Israel had fallen and Jerusalem went into captivity. And it came to pass, you'll see it in, in 2 Kings. Uh, you'll see it, see it where it came to pass in 2 Kings. But in Isaiah chapter 3, just to kind of talk about, because, you know, um, you know, at the end of that chapter, it says, in my, and, and the men shall fall by sword. And the men shall fall by sword. And, 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 and why was it that they were falling by sword? It was because they were ignoring their covenant with God. And they, 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 they were putting it off and saying, we can't do it. Men that were turning their hearts away from God. And as a result, when the men, you know, the men of valor, the mighty men of war, when they begin to turn, yeah, all of that, when they begin to turn their hearts away from God, you know, they went into captivity. They went into captivity. And you, you'll begin to see what happens is that even the children begin to rule the house. I'm paraphrasing this. But guys, you know, catch this. Even the children begin to rule the house and tell the parents what to do. We don't see any of that today in today's culture, do we? And even the women were made to be responsible to care for the homes. And, the, and men, you know what they did? They squandered and they squelched below. And they, they, were, they, they, they were belittled. See, God's not called men to be there. He's called men to, to have a faith, to have a tenacity, to rise up, to be different. Amen. To lead. So what happens when you pull the leadership out of a home? Things begin to crumble. You know, guys, I, 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 I wrote down just a few things, and I used to do a lot of research. Um, close to 20 million children. One out of four children live without a father in the home. You know, I, so, so as I know, I, as I present even this, I know that it affects people. I know that it affects people's lives. But one out of four, almost 20 million children live without a father. I can sit down and break down all the research and incarceration rates and everything that happens and all that stuff. You know, it's, it's not even to get into that because I, I want you to understand that that this is the problem. In our, it's a cultural thing. It's, it's a problem. But it's a problem that needs addressed by the church. Can I, can I be very real? If the church doesn't begin to address these types of things, and we don't as men begin to value fatherhood, we don't value the, the, the mentorship, we don't value that, uh, people get lost. People fall by the wayside. You know, people don't realize the importance of coming into relationship with one another. That, that, those, those bus rides, 
People don't realize how, how important that stuff is. Just a 30-minute conversation, a 10-minute conversation, a 15-minute conversation. You know, from, from absent fathers, roughly 270, there's a 279% increase of kids that will deal drugs, carry guns, and end up in prison. So, so 40, 47% of, 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 of children live in poverty without a father. So, so we, we understand that these stats are very real. I, not to even go through that, I just, do, do you see the picture? And I, I even see that like in Isaiah chapter 3, that, you know, leadership was pulled away. And, and as, as leadership was pulled away, you know, it, it, the, the, the weight of that gets, gets positioned over onto the children and it gets po- positioned over onto the women. You know, so we, we have a responsibility. Please understand the church. I, I take this very serious. We have a responsibility. Us as men, we have a huge responsibility. You know, in 1 Peter 5, 8, I said it Wednesday night, there's nothing new under the sun, right? But, you know, the, the enemy, he roams around like a, like, like a lion, like a fierce lion. He roams around, seeking whom he may devour. You know, and, and, and as I said it the other night, you know, please understand, the, the lion's not looking for a pride or a pack of people. He's looking for one. That if he can come in and disrupt a father, he can come in and disrupt a mother or a child. That's what he's looking for. He's looking to disrupt one, one, one person within a family. And I'm telling you that if, he, that if he comes after the father and he attacks... Guys, please understand, this is why it's so important that as men, we, we're on guard. Amen? We're on guard. You cover your family. You pray for your family. You get into the trenches. You get, hallelujah. You get into the trenches. And you cover them, and you cover them. How often? As much as you need to. Amen? He runs around like a, like a roaring lion. But that's all he is, is a roaring lion. My enemy's defeated. You determine in your heart today, my enemy's defeated. Amen? You know why your enemy's Because, de- see, God's de- God depends upon you, men. God depends upon you to be that hedge. To be that voice. Amen. Please understand, women. I, 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 he depends upon you, too. I'm, this is not just, a, I guess, a Father's Day message, but please understand the seriousness of this. You know, I, you know Joshua was dealing, you know, if, in the context of the, all this text, you know, Joshua was dealing with something, and uh, he's dealing with people that are wanting to run back to the old way of life. Idols. Idols, people that, you know, it's easier on the other side if we could only be back in Egypt. You know, I believe that, you know, that Egypt had crept in, right? <laughs> you know, you know, oh, you know, we need, you know, we just need, we need to, we need something else to worship because we can't really see God, but we need something more. So idols slip in. You think about what the, what the idols are today, you know, um, it's a 60 inch flat screen TV on a Sunday. Just hang out and watch football today. Is that an idol? Whatever you position before God, whatever you position before God, I, I'm all for I, I like football. I love I love college football. I love college basketball. We need to pray for Bobby Huggins. But you know, but I, I'm all for that. And I'm serious about that. I pray, I have been praying for him. Hallelujah. But but please understand anything that you position above God, <laughs> anything that, that takes Precedence over God becomes an idol. 
You know, we're not, you know, because you know, they were carbon wooden images. They didn't have flat screen TVs and direct TV then. You know, they, didn't, they didn't have the NFL. They didn't have the NBA. They didn't have racing. I don't know if anybody watches racing, but boy, I don't know. They just go around in a circle. I, I don't know. So I like it, you know, any, I like the last part of a race, but that's the best part of a race, I think. And I've went to a, a what is it? Yeah. I went to a NASCAR race one time, and it's loud and it's fast. That's all I, that's all, you know, it's just, you got to look at one car because you can't follow, you know, because I went there and I'm like, you know, what's interesting about NASCAR, uh, rabbit trail, what's interesting about a NASCAR race is like you, you, you're, you're there and you're kind of hanging out and you, you've never been to one and you're like looking around to see what people do and everybody there put headphones on. Guess what? I don't have headphones. And I'm, I'm in Bristol, short track. And I, I, I got out of there, I couldn't, I couldn't hear for like four days. Uh, you know, people talk, huh? Huh? Where you been, huh? Anyway, but you know, please understand, people people will put that they'll put that stuff over God, and so you 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 have to you have to determine. See, you know, we people think well that that's not an idol. Anything that gets put over God be, can easily become an idol. You know, education can become an idol. Let me jump into this a little deeper, right? E- educate, you know, I just got I got to have another degree. Got to have another degree. Work can become an idol. You know, you, you should work, yes, amen. You, you should do that. You should be productive in life. Well, you know, i got to work overtime. I get double time on Sundays. I get double time. Why is it that people only get double time on Sundays and Wednesdays? What about what? We should have church on Thursday and Saturday, right? I, would that change? You know, then it would be, well, the only time I get overtime is on Thursdays and Saturdays. Do, do people think the... Do people not understand that, that the enemy will do everything that he can do to keep you out? Even if we change church to Saturday, it would be, you know, we're going to give you quadruple time on Saturdays to work. Well, you know, I, I plan to go to Myrtle Beach this year, and I need to raise vacation money, right? <laughs> Guys, anything, you, anything that comes above God can become an idol. You, you work, you make as much money as you can. You go into business, you be profitable, amen, but you honor God. You honor God with a Sabbath day, and you honor God with, with being in the house of the Lord. You know, I, you would never believe the number of people will come to me. Get saved, get filled with the Holy Ghost. Their life begins to shift, and then, and then they get a promotion, right? God, God's blessing them. They get a promotion. Their, their pay increases, and now they're putting work over God. God did that. God did that for them. Praying for that. Praying for that very breakthrough to happen. God does it. He moves and He shows up. And then people, to, you know, that, that, and now that becomes an idol. Man, I, I'm telling you, this is, this, this is very real. It's, it becomes very real in our culture. Isaiah chapter 3. I'm, I'm painting the problem, but I want you to understand that, that beyond the problem, there's a solution. There's a solution. There's a solution. You know, please understand, repentance is the antidote to sin. And, and I know I touched on sin real quick, but, but you, 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 you know, it, it is the antidote. You have to repent. You know, so if you're missing this, or, you know, I'm not trying to preach against, you know, people's jobs or anything like that today. I, that's not what this is about. But, you know, if you've got whatever you've got to do to get it right with God, get it right with Him. It's not, it's not about getting it right with Pastor Brad. I have to come here and, and make, it's not making, making the case to be saved, amen, but then living righteous before, before a holy God. 
Giving your all to a holy God. Amen. Showing you that there's, there's a way that we can do this. Amen. That we can come into a, a greater revelation and an understanding in serving God. And kind of my last point today, you know, Joshua, his declaration was a personal one. It's a personal declaration. It's a, you know, guys, please, please understand that my commitment to Jesus Christ is, is a personal declaration. You know, I was up last night, 1130, 12 o'clock, and I was thinking about Father's Day, and, and I, just thinking about fathers because I, I and I, I care deeply for the men in this house. I care deeply for the, for the guys that are, that are coming in brand new and, 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 and want to pour out into their lives. And we got people that are willing to pour out into the men. And, I'm, you know, guys, because pastor can't do it all. And I, I don't want to do it all. Amen. So we've got men. There's men here today that, that God's raising up. There's other men that aren't here today that God's raising up to, to be that. But as I was, I was sitting home last night, you know, I said, you know, the best and the greatest Father's Day gift that that I have or that that could be given to me is that my children I know where my children will be tomorrow I know I I know that my children are serving God that's the best gift and you know and that's why I say to you that you know that's why I get into the trenches with 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 families that maybe your kids aren't there right now in believing in faith that that's what's going to happen and praying in faith that that you know people are going to people their children and their children, amen, that they're, they're going to they're gonna find their place in the kingdom of God. See, that's what, that's what a church is. And that's what a church does. We, we take the responsibility of saying, you know, we're going to pray, and we're going to believe, and we're going to contend, you know, for, for your families. Amen. That's, that's what we do as a church. That's what about, you know, it, it's, not, it's not to brag or boast. That's, that's not what that's about. But it's to see God move in people's lives. Amen. Joshua, he, he, he made this declaration. See, this is a declaration that is important. It's important for not only for, 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 for you personally, but it's an important declaration for your family. Hey, listen, I'll, I'll be honest with you. Have we, have we missed it? Yeah, we've all missed it. As a father, there's times where I felt like, man, I just go hide under a rock. I didn't get father of the year today, right? I, I You know, Kids should be upset with me, amen. You know, I, I, you know, there's times you miss it, amen. You know, you've had a day and you come home and your wife looks at you and says, "Can you deal with the kids?" Well, I'll deal with them alrighty. Let's take them out and give them a whipping, amen. You know, you know. Anyway, so it, it, you guys, please understand that it's we're always working at this stuff. As, 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 as fathers, as mothers, we're always working at this stuff. But, but Joshua, he does this. He, he makes this declaration, and it's personal. As for me, and please, you have to understand that. As for me, as for me, you determine. You, 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 you determine, as for me, I'm going to choose to serve God. You know, and, I, and I'll say this because my wife grew up in church. She grew up around Christianity, and she had, she had found that and made that declaration. As for me, I'm going to choose to serve God. And so my wife, early on in our, our even marriage, I was coming into a, the understanding of what that even meant. Well, you, you serve God. You know, was, you know, God's just everywhere. You know, no, no inclination, no revelation of really who Jesus was or anything like that. But Miranda hadn't made that declaration. And I'm just, I'm going I'm to ride off of that. I'm gonna, you know, I'm going to coast off of, off of her faith. 
But I learned something very quickly as a man. I can't ride off of my wife's faith. I can't coast off of my wife's faith. I better get some myself, amen? I better learn how to pray some myself, amen? So, you know, you know if your wife's got to get you out of bed on a Sunday morning to go to church, that was my wife. You're, you're not choosing to serve God, as for me. If your wife's got to nudge you every week to get you up and get you moving, you, you, you're not making a deck. As for me, I'm going to choose to serve God. So, you know, that's the thing. There's something in you that's got to rise up. There's got to be a determination. You know, th this is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to do. And I'm going to fight. You know, you guys, if you're a believer, you're going to spend the rest of your life fighting for the people you love. Right? As a believer, you're going to spend the rest of your life fighting for the people you love. You know, I had a good man of faith tell me one time, he said, he said, your family, you pray and you stay steadfast, your family, your family, you, 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 you go after them, you get people around, you, 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 you surround them, you, you do that. That's the most important thing. Everything else is bonus in ministry. And that's done me well. It's served me well. There's times that, you know, I've had to have family meetings with our kids. And guys, listen, we, we got to, this is what we got to do. Let's pray. We got to do this. We got to do this. Let's talk about this. Let's kick this out. Let's build the hedge. Let's build, let's, 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 let's put a, let's, let's put a hedge around this. Amen. Joshua's declaration, it's a personal one. Please understand that today. These declarations that we make, men, they've got to be personal. As for me and my family, <laughs> Joshua said, I'm making a declaration. As for me, and I'm also declaring it over my family, they're going to serve the Lord. They're going to serve the Lord. Who, who did God go to in the garden first? Did, did God call, did God called down a family meeting. Hey, you know, gather up all the animals and Eve and, you know, Adam, you guys come together. No, he said, Adam. Hmm. <laughs> who, who, did, <laughs> who did he go to first? He went to Adam first, right? He wasn't, Eve, you know, you're the one. You know, he didn't say, Adam. Because Adam was the leader. Yeah, please understand, leadership in a home doesn't mean that you rule your wife with a, with a hot iron. And you, 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 know, you, you, know what, you know what spiritual leadership looks like in a home? You pray for your family. Your family's seeing you in a place of prayer. You praying at dinner time. That, that's, that, that's spiritual leadership. It's not, you know, woman, get behind me. You know, it's not, it's not like that. Women got to do, you know, women, I expect dinner every time I come home. You know, women, I, you know, that's not, that's not spiritual leadership. That's stupid is what that is. And, you know, and listen, if that offends anybody, it should offend you. Because you, you should never live that way. You should never live and put your wife under that kind of junk. Your wife is to be nourished. Your wife is to be cared for. Your wife's to be loved. I mean, you know, people, people do this stuff. I, I tell you, it frustrates me. That's not, that's not how women are to be treated. You treat them with respect. You, you love them as Christ loved the church. He gave his life for them. I, I'm, not, I'm not, you know, guys, I'm not, you're in church with your wife today. Praise Jesus. I, I'm, I, please understand, I, you know, that, that's something culturally that we miss or we don't understand either. 
And we get all religious and jacked up about stuff like that. And I tell you, it's, it's fr it frustrates God. It frustrates God. Want to tell people, want to throw out scriptures, and you don't even, you know, but, you, but you won't come to church with your wife. I mean, give me a break. I, I, see, this is the stuff that, you know, it, it, it's infuriating. Like, no church is good enough for me. I, this church is always getting it wrong. I, sorry, I didn't mean to get on my soapbox. <laughs> As a pastor, you hear a lot of things sometimes. You know, it's, it's just, it, it's just God, God cares about your decision. As for me, in my house, we will serve the Lord. Let me close with this. Minister, if you would, come to the keyboard. Amanda, do you have music? The Okay, minister, if you would, just sit right there. Brother Don, let's go ahead and stand to our feet, if you guys would, tonight. Whew, hallelujah. You got you to gotta determine today to set the pace for your family. Man, you've you got to determine today to set the pace for your family. See, you know, it, you know, we've missed this in our culture where we've said, you know, it takes a village to raise a family. It takes a, it takes a community. It takes a neighborhood to raise a family. I'm thankful for community. I'm thankful for neighborhoods. But it takes a father to get involved. It takes a man to step up and say, hey, I'm going to do this. I'm going to get involved. I'm going to, I, 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 I'm going to, I'm going to leave as God wants me to leave. You know, you, you, de you determine this to be a kingdom man today. You know, I'm going to lead my home with prayer. If you're not praying with your family, please do. Get your family in the house. Get them connected. Make a declaration today. I'm, I'm going to be a loving father. I'm going to be a kind father. This is how my family rolls. <laughs> it's how my family rolls. We're going to, this, is how we're going to, this is how we're going to do it. Is there going to be pushback? Yeah, absolutely. But I'm going to tell you, you're going to come to this house and you're going to find men that have broken through and they push through. And they found it. And they're doing it. Because they made a declaration. They made a declaration today. Say, as for me, as for me, I choose. I choose. I choose. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. If you would, just bow your heads this morning. I want to pray for the men of this house this morning, but before I do, if you're here today and you've never made that declaration, 
Or maybe you're watching online today. You've never made that declaration. As for me, I'm going to follow the Lord. I'm going to choose. I'm going to choose to follow the Lord. As for me, I'm going, I'm going to choose to do that. If you've never done that today, I want to, I want to invite you. I want to invite you into a, a place where you can pray, where you can receive Jesus Christ as Lord of, Lord of your life. And if you've never done that today, we want to pray. Just to, you know, it's a simple prayer, but we want to, we want to help you get on a journey. We want to help you get on a, a, a journey of being a godly leader and being a disciple and being a disciple maker. If that's anybody here today, you would say to me, Hey, Pastor, I, I need to commit my life to Jesus Christ. I need to commit my life to Jesus Christ. If that's any, anybody here today, just slip up your hand. Every, every eye closed, every, every head bowed. If that's anybody here today, you would say to me, Hey, Pastor, I, I need to give my life to Jesus. I need to give my life to Jesus. And if we have anybody that's online with us, our, our prayer team, online prayer team, will will reach out to you. If that's you this morning, and you, you're you're you know maybe you're watching and you're not, you're not saved. You you know whether or not you're saved or not. And and, and I think sometimes people think, well, I don't, I'm not. If you if you if you say I'm not sure, <laughs> you're not saved. You got to move to a place where there's there's a real knowing that Jesus is a part of my life. I'm not talking about messing up. You know, I'm not talking about sin. He'll help you. He'll help you overcome sin. And you'll get to a place where you're not sinning also. He'll deliver you. He'll help you. So even today, if that's anybody online, you know, reach out to our prayer team. Reach out. Message, message, message people on that group. And somebody will be in contact with you. I promise you that. Anybody here today, you would say, Pastor, I need... I. As for me, as for me, I choose to follow Christ, that you would want to do that today. If that's anybody here today. I'm not going to hang here long. And God search your heart. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Well, if the men here, if... Um, if the men would just uh, come forward this morning. I want to pray over the men of this house today. And again, I'm thankful that you're here this morning. I'm thankful that... I'm thankful that you're here. You guys just come around this way if you would. Come on, Brother David, get up here. what I'm thankful for. As for me, as for me, I'm looking at men that have said that. As for me, I choose to follow Christ. And um, we have a little gift for you guys today. But um, I just, uh, I felt, I felt even today, I asked Minister Lee how, and uh, 
Brother Don, just to, um, and I'm going to pray. I'm going to pray a blessing over the men of this house. And we're just, we're going to, we're going to take a few minutes and, uh, and pray for one another. Amen. And um, we're going to pray for one another. You guys ready? Are you ready for what God's going to do? Are you ready for what God's going to do? There's nobody here that's not going to be used by God in a powerful way. Amen. And Amanda, you can go ahead and just take off. Uh, we'll go down. We'll go online. Bless you if you've been with us. Um, been with us this morning. And I'm glad you watched. And uh, reach out to us. Check us out on social media.